Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, um, if you thought 2020 was the worst year ever, turns out Time Magazine agrees with you. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Excuse me, what? Anis Horribilis. Can you hear that? Oh yeah. Anis yeah. Horribilis. A horrible year. A year of disaster or misfortune. Oh yeah, apparently that's what this year is. Now, I saw this headline, it was circulating today. This is the cover of Time magazine. It's a big old 2020 with a big old red X over it. Like, no thank you, the worst year ever. And I, my first reaction, without even opening up the actual Time Magazine article about 2020 being the worst year ever, my first impression was, really, ever? Are we... Are we... Are, are, really? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it depends on who you are and where you're sitting, I guess. I suppose, but... I mean, some I would mean, say, like, 1938. Yeah, some like, would say 1940. Like, I'm not going to say it's... 1945. A good year, but I'm not going to say it's the worst ever. But this is what Time Magazine is running with. And this is an article that's written by their um, uh, movie critic, their film critic. Uh, her name is Stephanie Zacharak. And she kind of does say, like, okay, like, there is a little hyperbole in the uh, in the headline of the article. Because the first thing she says is, like, there have been worse years in U.S. history. Um, and, you know, certainly in U.S. history, in the world history, like, the world has seen worse years. But, you know you'd have to be over 100 to remember the devastation of World War One and the 1918 flu pandemic. You'd have to be 90 to have a sense of the economic deprivation that was wrought by the Great Depression. You'd have to be in your 80s. So basically what she's saying is, for young people, this is the worst year ever. And I'm not going to say, again, that it's good. But worst ever? Your thoughts. Um, thank you for asking. You're I welcome. believe. <laughs> I mean, what do I judge this by? For me personally, it is not the worst year ever. Right. Which is a horrible thing to say, but that's because I haven't suffered the way many people have this year mm-hmm. who would rightly believe that uh, 2020 uh, was the worst year ever. In fact, I was just talking to somebody earlier today who um, knows someone who lost both their mother and father within 10 days of one another uh, because of 
um, so the awful. year that we've had. So like, uh, for me, no, personally, but for like, so then you ask, is the question for the world overall? Well, okay, then is it like a numbers game of death, which is just like, who wants to have that conversation? Well, and like, I do, I do want to say really quickly that it, they draw into this narrative in Time Magazine, not only the pandemic, but also um, the, the racial, um, racial injustice mm-hmm. that we've experienced sure. the 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 protests the economic downturn they also talk about some of the major losses we've had in terms of um like Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Kobe Bryant and Chadwick Boseman so they they're kind of drawing all of it in i think we all and i'm you know i'm just saying for all of us i think we immediately go to pandemic but there has there is so much that's gone on in this year but what's interesting is and again not to minimize anything it, it, it what's what this tells us is what they what time magazine places value on uh from an editorial standpoint mm-hmm. for the cover of their magazine that's what it tells us but because i would simply say like Every single year we could go down the list of all of the horrible things, whether now maybe it's the conflagration of all of those things or the sort of overlapping nature of all those things. But in any given year, there are tons of horrible things happening. Mm -hmm. Are they the same? Do they have the same media coverage as the things that happened this year that were horrible? Right. Like, um, so it's it's an interesting conversation to have and insofar as people magazine or people magazine time magazine is trying to have a conversation about it then yeah um we're here for the conversation yeah sorry i was having a, a weird humming we had that here, too it's all good and i just smacked it oh i just hit hit the thing and it went away um <sighs> I mean, that's. I mean, we're basically engineers. There's no engineer around. I got to do what I got to do. 2020, y'all. They probably don't want to hear that, that I just kicked it with my foot, but it went away. Okay. Back to the worst year ever. I'm in my hole broadcasting from a closet. I mean, really? Not really, but. but yeah, so I think it's a good conversation to have, right? Because it's it's it really is just about like how you define it, and and in the defining of it, you maybe do appreciate something about the ter- the particular tragedy of two thousand and twenty that um, maybe you don't think about when you just throw words out like pandemic and racial injustice and economic downturn. I mean, I I really do believe that for us in the United States uh, who are connected to um, media, this is a particularly... And I'm not divorcing that from the death and the real damage Mm -hmm. and the real destruction, but there is a media conversation about the particular tragedies of 2020 that we're having in a way that maybe we don't have conversations about other tragedies in other years. Like, there are genocides that go on in other years. We don't talk about... It doesn't permeate the conversation. Now, is that an indictment of the world that we live in, that we're only focused on the things that we're talking about? Sure. Right. Um, and I would imagine Time Magazine is no different in that regard, right? I do think it's an interesting exercise and one I think we should all, you know, take part in ourselves. Uh, you said in the very beginning, it kind of depends on where you're sitting. And, um, you know, I will use, because we're an entertainment station and we've talked about them today, the Kardashians is an example. I think in Khloe Kardashian's mind, uh, this is the worst year they've ever had as a family. Yeah. Because... 
they can't do all the things they want to do. Yeah. Right. The rest of us can take a step back and go, but okay, that, but um, they, um, that they can. They've, for and the they record, have. right. They've yeah. done all the things. Right. Kim, Kim went to Marlon Brando's Island for her birthday. Yeah. yeah. With everyone. Exactly. Yeah. And brought people. Yeah. And they've been afforded all kinds of things that the rest of the world can't necessarily, uh, don't has, have access to. But to them, this might be one of their worst years. And I think it's important to kind of take inventory of where you sit in the grand scheme of things um, when you're when you're identifying 2020 as the worst year ever. Um, and just remember that there are other people who are seeing it from a different angle and it might kind of help you but, put it in order. And that should be a lesson for every year, because in any yeah. given year, again, everybody's having pers- there are not everybody. Uh, uh, many people are having personal tragedies um, or, you know, expand that out to communities, countries, parts of the world, groups of people are having tragedies that we don't ever acknowledge and we continue to bebop around. Like, yeah. um, So if, if this is just teaching us to be more thoughtful about what other people are going through and being more respectful of that, then maybe that's a good lesson. I don't mean to get all like, you know, ooey wooey and like the whole, you know, positive poly, but I do think that that is a gift that 2020 hopefully will have given us is a shift in perspective and that that will be one of the things that we can carry forward. The the <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. What? No, I was just gonna say like yeah for those who have an open right. mind, right? But the the other lesson of 2020 is there are many people who have just shut their minds off to to other perspectives, That's which true. is another yeah you know. And there there are mechanisms and things that assist in that that we still. Have. <laughs> oh, look Back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have to check in with another one of our favorite publationships. Yay! What is a publationship? It's a relationship for Pom Lassini. We're going to check in with a Florimus when a we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Let's check in on one of our favorite publicationships on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And this is a publicationship that we call a Flarmus. A Flarmus. And actually, a Flarmus, by the way, is Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas, or Ana de Armas. I don't know how she pronounces her name. I should probably learn because we talk about them all of the time. We just always call them a Flarmus. Yeah, but we call them a Flarmus. That's our cute little nickname for their publicationship or relationship for publicity, often exhibited by celebrities. And this publicationship is really a um, sort of a baby publicationship of of the pandemic because they have been linked since, I think, March. Yeah. Well... You may remember, oh God, it was maybe a week or so ago, they started to be out and about again after kind of being like incognito. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying at the time something like, oh, we should pay attention to what's going on here because when they start showing up in, um, you know, when their publicationship starts showing up again, that might mean that there's something coming. Right. And I think we talked at the time about them maybe getting married. Getting engaged, oh, yeah. And then it was like, maybe um, she's pregnant or something. Mm-hmm. We speculated. We speculated. Well, but- and specifically because the pictures were of Ben, Anna, and a couple his of his kids. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we know why they're together. What do Thanks we know? Thanks to People Magazine. Uh, we now know why their publicationship made an outing again. Anna Darmus moves in with Ben Affleck eight months after confirming their relationship. Mm. Oh. 
it's official. They're taking next steps. It's only a matter of time before she is pregnant and that they are going to get married. Anyway, um, it's an exclusive from people, which means what? It means the call is coming from inside the house. Yes, it means that somebody has signed off on this relationship, uh, letting, or I should say, signed off on letting the tabloids know about this level of their relationship. Mm. They're trying to make as much out of this relationship as possible in the tabloidos. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Listen, like, they have done, I feel like they've got a roadmap. Like, they plotted this out. Because she also just went away to do a film, didn't she? She was gone for a while. So they were apart. And we were seeing him Yeah, she was in the UK, solo. I think. By the way, you're really hot right now. And oh, I don't thanks. Know if that's me or you. Thanks. I did put on a little makeup because I was feeling a little washed out. But, um, geez, I'm you really... You look great. Thanks. No. Mom, Whatever you're doing, keep doing everyone's it. Everyone's on the level. Okay, right. good. Um, um, <laughs> anyway, but, you know, she went away for a while. We were seeing him alone, just, you know, wandering the streets of L.A. And then she shows back up. And, yes, they're going to have like a... I feel like they must have mapped this out before she... Well, when they started dating. Like, you're going to go do a project. You'll come back. We'll move in together. And then, you know, we'll give it a few months. I mean... I would say, should we put money on it? I bet they're engaged by February. Oh. What makes you say that? Just for She'll move giggles. in now, kind of. Like, I, I feel like it's going to move fast, but they've got a plan. So she'll move in now, and they'll have, like, an adorable Valentine's Day engagement. All right. Put it down. Mm -hmm. um, it's very likely, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. So um, I just wanted to go in and, and give you the people exclusive. Oh, I can't wait. Because, again... People exclusive means the call's coming from inside the house. So what are they actually saying? Well, a source tells people that Anna uh, has moved into his home after placing her home on the market. And uh, there I love was something it. That's else. so responsible. Mm. Right? Like, well, let me give me some time to sell my house and then I'll move in. Uh, she was spotted. The actress. Oh, a source previously had told people that Affleck and Diarmus seem great. Okay, they so like, seem could you at least give us a little something great. more than you know? They seem great, but again, I think the moral of the story is this is just the next step, and it's so clear. Now, here's also a fascinating um, side by side. So one of the things we learned about in this year was that Ben Affleck, and actually, okay, <clears throat> I'm just forming this in my head as, okay. as I speak, cool. which is why I sound like I'm stopping and starting myself. Which, which is why you sound like you're forming this in your head as you speak. Thank you. Um, so... If All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. If you think about Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck's 2020 and Jennifer Garner's 2020, In a weird twist of fate, I would argue that Ben Affleck is actually winning 2020 uh, as compared to Jennifer Garner. And I'm talking about in terms of public facing celebrity. Yeah. Because he has been like step by step with the aid of this particular publicationship and rehabbing his image. Yeah. Like, remember, he used to be the one that every five minutes we were like, hot mess, hot mess, hot mess. Looks bloated, looks bloated, looks Uh sad, looks dejected, looks depressed. And Jennifer Garner was like, I'm baking cookies in my non-cooking show. But you'll remember in 2020, she kind of has had like a weird, like she had that weird thing on the beach with Bradley Cooper. Which that was, what was that? I feel like that was more for Bradley Cooper than it was for Jennifer Garner. Yeah, I also feel like they floated out the idea of some sort of publicationship yes. and that was like their test run yeah she had some and then everybody was... showed up to the party in different attire and it was yeah. just real awkward and then she dated burger man right yes burger man bradley do you not remember him i don't remember burger man what's who's burger man he was like a burger entrepreneur mm-hmm. a burger entrepreneur he was and i don't feel like jennifer garner and the burger guy are together they're anymore. not no mm-hmm. but she's totally leaning into the mom core aesthetic but and I just there's something presence. about it that I just makes me feel like she that he's having a better year celebrity wise. I agree with you. But I actually agree with you. He's his his image rehab is sticking. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly. We call them names. Uh, just one name. D bag. D bag. We'll tell you about him after this on my talk one hundred. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to call them out on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly, and that name is. D Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Sit tight here. I'm going to take you on a little journey. Your journey. Okay, so you got to answer all these questions correctly, Bradley. It's very important. Oh, it's a quiz. You, I did not know there was going to be a test. I think you'll know the answers. Okay. What is the name of our podcast? Oh, thanks for asking. It's called Go Deep in the Shallow. Now, I'm just going to leave it at that. Yes, Go Deep in the Shallow. Okay. How? But so we've we've been doing this podcast for what, like a handful of weeks, right? Yeah, five weeks. I think our fourth episode dropped this last week. Okay, so you might say, Colleen and Bradley, that's a fairly new podcast, and I would say yes, our podcast is new. However, we have been using the term "go deep in the shallow" on the Colleen and Bradley show for how long? Would you say? Um, it's got to be couple years. Yeah, about two years, yeah. probably. Um, and for those of you, I mean, you wouldn't know this because we'd have to pull the curtain back, but this was all part of like a conversation we had about who we are as a show. And we were like, you know what we do? It's this easy. This is our elevator speech. We, on the Colleen and Bradley show, go deep in the shallow. Well, look at that. Wouldn't that be a great name for a podcast, too? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Guess who stole it before we started doing our podcast? Andy Cohen. Guess what? He started doing it well after we started like calling ourselves the show that goes deep in the shallow. 
So he has a podcast. What? Called Deep and Shallow Interviews. Okay. Where see, and this is where I just want to like give him a finger, and you can decide which one, but oh. it's not the thumb. Oh. <laughs> um. Is that he gets because he's Andy Cohen? He gets the actual celebrities that we just talk about. Yeah. Which is rude. Yep. And also. He stole. He stole it. He stole it. He's he's a stealer. He's wrong. A thief. Okay, uh, I want to be on team. Thief. He stole it, but I'm going through this thing right now, and I'm just going. Oh, did you have you seen this podcast? He's been doing this since April of 2019. Yeah, but that's why I asked you how long have we oh, been saying oh, on our oh, show oh. that we are the show that goes deep in the show. I was going to say we might be getting a cease and desist letter. No, from we're me. not going to cease or desist. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for Andy uh, Cohen finger poking because because he's Andy Cohen. because he's Andy Cohen. I will say it sounds a little convenient that he would use something. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised if he listened to Hi, our show Andy Cohen and then took this and was like, I'm going to make a podcast out of it. It's OK. He thinks he's. Like he thinks he's special because he can talk to the actual celebrities. We're actually yeah, like what's so expe- big about that? Nothing, like, ooh. nothing. Because like he's you, not you going picked deep. up a phone. We're going deep in the shallow, like because we're exposing the stuff they're not going to tell you in well, these interviews. So, okay, so thank you, and I'm so glad that you brought this up. So Andy Cohen, good luck to you, sir. Yeah, here, mm, here's. I think the jury's still out on whether you're going to be successful. Mm. <laughs> 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 but moral of the story is oh, um, so great. What I am grateful for is actually the opportunity to kind of just remind people why, in fact, um, we are so amazing. That's fun. Let's do so, it. Yay. <laughs> what is the saying? And I, I can't think of the phrase, but like uh, adversity breeds company. No, something. Many hands. Make the fact, work. the fact that innovation re- breeds adversity. Is that what it is? Or adversity, in, adversity breeds, breeds innovation. innovation. Yes, I like that. Thank you, Holly. Because my point is, we don't... This is what has always made you and I special. Thank you. I can't wait to hear. We have never been handed anything. Never. In terms of... In terms of our show. Right. Like, we don't get the A-list celebrities. So mm-hmm. very early on, you and I made a name for ourselves <laughs> in our own mind. <laughs> Focusing on... Ooh lesser souls the right things, like the the get the attainable celebrities yeah. yeah but then also when it comes to read like, like below d-list go on yeah exactly courtney sodden tan mom yeah sweet brown Farrah i mean Abraham. the list goes on I mean, come on tan uh octomom all the moms yeah honey boo boo june shannon yeah Oof. that didn't age the well. list goes on <laughs> They didn't all. Lot, yeah, I was going to say one of, them one, on that list. one of them didn't age well. Come on, Joey Courtney St- oh, Okay, oh. Madonna's brother. Oh yeah, swore. Oh, he swore on okay. our show. But my point is, then when it comes to like you know the top celebrity stories, here's what most people like the Today Show. Like you turn on the Today Show and they're like, "Oh, this big story. It's the cover of People Magazine. We we'll do the thing, and then okay, we're gonna go to break. And here's my million dollar salary. Okay, I'm done. Bye." Pew, pew. We, however, are like, yeah, okay, so we're not today. We're not People Magazine. We're not going to be able to just barf out some, like, Hollywood press release. You know what we're going to do? We're actually going to take that stuff that's just sitting around each and every day Mm -hmm. and do something with it that's actually valuable, which is think about it, you know, ponder it, Mm -hmm. dig a little deep in it. Mm -hmm. Again, 
go deep in the shell. So, like, we took that adversity and turned it into something special. Andy just has, like, celebrities trying to get up his... his uh, McCracken. McCracken. <laughs> because he's Andy Cohen. Right. And so they're willing to just, like, open their flap traps. But you know what you're getting as a result of those flap traps? I guarantee you, if you, to, like, download uh, Barry Manilow... Right? Oh. Are you going to learn a lot about Barry Manilow? No. In no. that episode? He'll probably sing Mandy <laughs> and, like, I don't know, tell you a story or two about Like, it's the probably good old days. mostly stuff he's already talked about. Mm-hmm. But, like, if we tackled Barry Manilow, you would learn about some weird ass stuff that mm-hmm. you never knew before. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Him moral of the story is. For Bette Midler in the bathhouses. Yeah. I mean, he probably would have talked about that with Andy. But anyway. Yeah, but we'd get more. My point is, fine, Andy, do your thing. But listen Continue to Continue to be totally successful and amazing. We will be over here doing it. With our hands tied behind With our, our back. With our hands tied behind our back. Mm-hmm. And every week on our podcast, Go Deep in the Shallow, wherever <laughs> podcasts are available. This week, we're talking about... Goop. Yeah, that drops on yeah. Wednesday. Uh, also, feel free to review us and rate us. Thanks. And tell your friends. And subscribe. Because we don't have major things. And if you're wondering, <laughs> in case you're wondering, if we just turned an entire conversation about Andy Cohen into self-promotion, like yes! cele- we will not pretend like we're not doing that. We have to! Because that's what the celebrities will do. They'll be like, oh no, this was all organic. This was not organic, y'all. This was planned. Okay, next. But that is Andy Cohen. That is, He is just a master of yes. self-publicity. Yeah. So... We're gonna do it? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. 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 We're gonna smash our yeah. own like buttons. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, I haven't done that. I should Please do that. I should don't rate do that our podcast. Um, can I give you my D bag? I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, while you're smashing that like sure. button, yeah, I, I'll smash it with the other hand. My D bag. <laughs> my D bag today is Gillian Maxwell. Oh, you guys What's up with her man. Well, she's trying to get out of jail again. Um, the only problem is it's probably not going to happen. But you'll remember, or you may, that Jeffrey Epstein's former girlfriend and alleged accomplice, who's currently being held in prison, actually jail, is uh, in jail because she's awaiting trial for all them uh, charges that yeah. have been lodged against oh, her. There's a lot. Um, because they denied her bail. That's why she's sitting in jail. Jail bail. That rhymes. Anyway, uh, her attorneys decided that they were going to... Also, gonna... your language arts lesson for the Thank day. You. You're welcome. They, uh, Her attorneys have decided to take another crack at getting her bail because she was denied. Because they're like, yeah, you're rich and powerful. And you could fly off to some deserted uh, island um, and, you know abscond from the law Mm -hmm. so no thank you you're stuck but of course she's rich and powerful and she doesn't like to be stuck in jail so her attorneys have gone to court to file a new motion to get released on bail and this time they're like look we did our homework we maybe didn't do our homework last time but now we're going to show you all the reasons why you should give um galane maxwell bail this time and essentially, they were like, first of all, there's a lot of stuff we can't tell you because it's really sensitive, so just trust us. But also, um, we're going to tell you that she is so super rich and powerful, 
and here's all of her rich and powerful assets and what's going on with the money and here's all of her friends who say that she's not going to go anywhere and here are all these recommendations so they filed all of this stuff in an attempt to convince the judge that she should be granted bail because she's not going to be a flight risk she's not going to run away um that i don't know if that's going to be successful something tells me no I'm feeling a no on that. Yeah. I will say I appreciate the fact that at least in the article that you provided outlining uh, all of this, uh, they do tell you what a day in uh, the life of Ghislaine Maxwell looks like in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, because I actually, unlike Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli, I actually do care what the day-to-day life of Ghislaine Maxwell in jail looks like. And apparently she uh, she's in a she's in a housing unit where she gets access to the main common area from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. She has access to recreational space, social calls, television, shower, legal telephone calls, email, computers and discovery material. So she's like just bebopping throughout her day. But I would like to remind you that her attorney has said that these conditions are restrictive. Yeah. Hmm. And she is apparently being woken up every 15 minutes by flashlight to see if she's alive. Well. She has been held in de facto solitary. And the, re- the, the reason they say it's solitary confinement is because she only has access to public areas 11 hours of the day. Excuse me, I don't have access to the uh, public I mean, spaces 11 hours. I mean, nobody has public. Nobody and has even access. if I did, well, I technically we do, but like. Um, why would I be yeah. in public for 11 hours a day? Even even when we're not in the middle of a global pandemic, yeah. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, she also is getting body scans. Mm. Again, you're in jail. And she has access to drinking water snacks and uh, discovery material uh, until 8 p.m. Oh, like p. the Discovery Channel? Yes. Oh, okay. Snacks and the Discovery Channel. I just, I really don't understand what the issue is. Well, yeah, you do. It's that she doesn't want to be there. Yeah, it's control, it's power, it's all that stuff. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we've had some spillover, and uh, we're going to have to do a little debug double down. I want to tell you about 23-year-old Letitia Martins, who is a Brazilian Instagram model, mm. and uh, what she's up to and what she thinks we should be up to when we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And uh, we sometimes have a little more D-bag than we currently, or than we had uh, originally planned for, and so then we do a little D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. <laughs> double down the D-bag. Are you familiar with a gal named Letitia Martins? Why would I be familiar with her? You probably wouldn't be, but she also goes by uh, Luna LeBlanc. She's 23 years old, and she is an Instagram model. She's a Brazilian model, and she takes to the Instagram to do the modeling thing. Well, um, she's uh, trying to help us all... um, get a little more vitamin D into our bodies. Uh, and she's doing that by sunning the holiest of holies. 
Sunning the whole... Oh, is she one of those backdoor sunners? No, no, not the backdoor. She's getting the sunshine in her front door. Oh. So we have made fun of the Instagram... Wait a minute, the front door? Yes, we've made fun of the Instagram influencers who like to put their back door to the sun... Uh, for a little jolt of vitamin D right to the most sensitive areas in their body. But this gal is uh, trying a different method. And she posted a picture. Are you looking at the picture? Yeah, it's. I can't believe that they allow that to be on. Right? <laughs> she posted a picture of her naked sunbathing uh, showing her area to the great orb in the sky. And uh, she said, did you know that exposing your private parts to the sun can provide you with more energy, increase your libido, improve circadian rhythm, which regulates the entire functioning of the human body, and still help you get a good night's sleep? She says this to her 14,400 um, followers. Does she also know that she's going to have a severe burn on her hoodly do? think that that... Okay couple things number one to your point that is an extremely there is a reason we refer to those areas as the areas where the sun don't shine because the sun's not meant to shine there which means it's probably like super sensitive skin and you don't want to expose that to the harmful uv rays of the sun also yeah i mean we're living in a world now where we're trying to avoid sun exposure to most parts of our body including the parts that are in the sun all day long, but like the last thing you should be doing mm-hmm. is sunning your um, holiest of holies, the bits and pieces, right? Yeah. Um, also, I just this is uh, this is what fake science does to people. It is true that vitamin D helps with all the things she said, right? There's only I don't one think it needs to D be. <laughs> and it ain't from the sun. I just don't think that. I think in some people's mind, they're like, well, I mean, let's just try a direct delivery system. No, no. Like, if it's going to help with your sex well, life, you, yes. that doesn't mean you need to put it in that area. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so obvious, right? It's so like, obvious. And, I mean, this is just, uh, we could do chapter and verse and go for days on this conversation, but like, um, just because vitamin D is good for you doesn't mean that like, you know, flash in your bits, as you said, or even like if you're going to take a vitamin D supplement, like, okay, well, what kind of vitamin D supplement and how will your body actually absorb mm-hmm. the vitamin? So just cause you take a pill doesn't mean your body's actually going to get any benefit oh. from it. Also, are you getting enough in, you know, your daily life already? You might mm-hmm. be. And mm-hmm. so getting too much might be actually causing a problem. So I that time that some I self-diagnosed that I had an iron deficiency and I started to take iron pills and I ended up getting real sick. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. People Learn do that all the time. Me. And WebMD is not any better. I mean, at least it'll probably tell you what not to do. So or it'll probably over scare you from doing things, which is probably fine. But at the end of the day, you know, th- that's like also, I mean, the good news is for the um, Wahina Sunning. <laughs> you're going to learn really quickly that that's a dumb idea. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you've left your toes out in the sun too long. 
You guys, I get a sunburn in five minutes. Yeah. I could not show that area to the sunshine. No. It would like just even the, combust. Yeah, even just the thought of it, I, I think I feel a sunburn. What I find interesting about this person's Instagram account is they've only been active since November 2nd. Oh, but she's busy. But she's busy. Yeah. I she's, think she used to be yeah. somebody else. Oh, well, you know what's very likely, because this happens a lot, that they probably shut her account down and then she had to start a new one because she's been too sexy. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. look at that post. I oh, mean, she has a close friend's Instagram in quotation marks. I'm I I don't know what that means. And I don't think I'm probably supposed to know. OK, she is a bad girl. It does say. Look, all I That's do know is Brazilians herself. are very sensuous people. Well, so. she's I just feel weird even looking at but this I, at work. As uh, I do actually have a friend who is from Brazil and I I will ask him if he knows about um sunning sunning that particular area. <laughs> Something tells me he's going to say That's a no. I just again, I don't know who sees that and goes because we did see an uptick in uh, the doorbell sunning. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. When that, what did, what was his name again? The health guy? or Certified, the health nut. Certified health, health nut. nut. See what he's up to. Um, yeah, oh, see what he's, he's up to. He's, oh, Holly, I, I think, I have a feeling that Holly likes to pay him a visit every twice no, well, in a while. Every twice in a while to like torture scroll. Yeah. You know, yep. I, I'm not, I'm we not all following. However, there are some interesting insights one can gain from looking at his social media posts. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure you're probably there. And He did shave off his beard. Remember how he had that beard? Yeah. When he was... Oh, his son is uh, sunning, unless there's a different account, but his sunning pictures seem to be gone. Well, I'm hopeful that they made him take them down, because that's just... No. Bradley, I have to ask you a question mm. in the remaining minute we have in this segment. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking at, so for those of you who don't know, Bradley and I and Holly join each other over the World Wide Web in uh, a Google Meet. The internet. In the internets. And uh, we have selected uh, backgrounds, backdrops for our, for our, um, for our video. So like I'm yeah. in front of the Brady Bunch house. Typically Holly is in the Simpsons living room and Bradley is in the kitchen of the Golden Girls house. Yeah. And there's um, a lot of like pie t- or like um, baking tins on the walls yeah. of the Golden Girls house. And that's I just... not a penis. Okay, how did you know I was gonna? <laughs> because ask? everybody says that every like you you would not believe. Occasionally, like every six months or so, I get an email from a listener who's like, "Oh my god, why did nobody tell me there was a penis tin?" Well, that's what it's it looks a lobster. like. Wow. Oh, everyone. Yeah. The tail on the top I and the claws on the bottom. I get it. But out of the gutter. Okay. Well, thank you for But you're not alone. Well, I didn't think I would be, but um I'm just saying <laughs> that would be a great cake mold for a bachelorette party. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, what are you watching? What is giving you life on the television? Six five Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.